Greetings. Yes, this is Pauline, also known as Sister Fabu. Welcome to episode one, season nine of my podcast, Through My Looking Glass. I hope you have been enjoying them. Please feel free to give me a feedback, leave me a message. As we know, my podcast is dedicated to victims and survivors. I am also a reality poet. I am an African-American woman. I was born in Jamaica, beautiful island. I grew up in New York, very busy place, but I now live in Massachusetts. I love New York. I love Jamaica. I will tell you right now that I am safe and I'm in a good place. I have taken control of my life and will not allow my past abusers to control me. I do get triggers and that's an experience that all survivors have. If you ask me how I'm doing in this moment, hmm, been a tough week, tough day. In this moment, hmm, I am at the end of a 20 mile marathon. Hmm, yeah, exhausted. This is me in this moment. I want to ask you, how are you in this moment? I hope you are safe and in a good place. Today, I'm going to talk about something that is not addressed a lot. We're going to talk about elder, elder abuse. And when I thought about this, reading about it, I realized that it's not talked about a lot. So what I can say right now is About one in 10 Americans over 60 years old have experienced some form of abuse. Yet only 24% is reported. That's very sad. Is a silent problem. This means five million older American are abused every year. And if abused, they have three hundred, yes, three hundred percent. They're at 300% higher risk of death compared to those who have not experienced abuse. 
Now, when we think about abuse, there's a lot of different <laughs> titles, sadly. But financial abuse is estimated as high as $36.5 billion each year. Yet it is more commonly self-reported than physical, sexual, emotional, neglect, or other abuse. Other abuse. That is, <laughs> we have to think about that. Now, what is going on here? Is money more important than the wellness of our elders? Or is it that our elders are so scared or so ashamed that they don't want anyone to know that someone close to them or someone have abused them in violating their body, their mental health? <clears throat> Excuse me. So we... And adults, I mean elders, need education. We need to help educate the elders so they can feel comfortable in reporting when someone is hurting them. So I will say education, education, education all around. Now, one thing we all have in common is that we all have parents. So to think of the person who birthed us or someone who we live with or someone we know, we know that when they reach a certain age, they're more like a child again. So they now need to be cherished. But instead of them being cherished, they're, they're being, being abused. This is criminal. That's not right. Now, among, among the obvious of physical abuse with physical abuse which can cause physical pain there are a lot of others a lot of people take for granted how fragile and timid an older person is then on the other hand some use this as a way to victimize elders. I mentioned physical abuse. Physical abuse cause pain or injury. And when this happened, you might notice these elders like losing weight broken bones, bruises, pressure marks, burns, poor hygiene, 
unexplained cuts, sores. And there's a lot more that we need to look out for. But let's just kind of give you an idea of some of the things that is we can really see. These are things that we can see. And I will say that <laughs> I have been asked if I don't have a problem talking about the things I do on my podcast. My response was, it does not make me happy. But these things need to be talked about. So the problem is there is too much silence. We all live these every day. We live abuse every day. We know this is going on, but we all stay quiet. Staying quiet will not make it go away. This is a boogeyman that's here to stay unless you jump out and let him know it's not okay for him to do what he's doing. Now, sexual abuse. <laughs> As a survivor myself, I will tell you, I'm sick to my stomach when I think that our elders are experiencing this. With sexual abuse, there is some sick people out there who gets off on touching, having elders touch them, they might rape them, involve them in other sexual activities when they are not able to understand or is unwilling to take part. And if they're not willing, sometimes they can be threatened or physically forced. This is, this is hard to stomach. This is why I said before, this is criminal. Yet so many get away with it. Emotional abuse. You don't have to touch someone in order to, for them to experience emotional abuse from you. So emotional abuse is typically verbal assault or threats or abuse or harassment or intimidation. And believe it or not, much of this is happening within the family or the person surrounding that they're in. 
you we have a mother as i said we all have a mother and she may not have raised us but she feel that she did the best she could we might not have liked some of the choices she made when we were growing up but she is still our mother i know for me Mine is still my mother. And I feel it is fine to share how these choices she made affect us. One thing we should never forget is that she is still our mother. He is still your father. It is your duty, our duty to care for him and her. Again, as we become older, it is our responsibility to care for our elders. Now, growing up, I did not like a lot of the choices my mother made. As an adult, I told her. I also told her how it affected me. One thing I never forget is that she is still my mother. Being from Jamaica, my family believe in respect. I tried to pass it on to my children and I hope I did a good job. I have an uncle and an aunt that is a few years older than me. I have that respect for them as if they were much older than me. In fact, I think my uncle one time, I almost called him by his first name and he just put me in my place and tell me the uncle go first. So I always call him uncle and auntie before their first name. I don't call him by their first name. It is not the years, it is the symbolism. It's what it represents. Now, I will say I am enjoying my podcast, doing my podcast as much as it is sometimes difficult subject matter. I am enjoying it. But I wasn't sure how to tell my mother. So when my mother found out about it, we, we, we talked. At one point, I heard her say, why are you raising your voice at me? I caught myself. I apologized and I lowered my voice right away. One, she's my mother. Two, she's an elder. Even though I expressed my feelings to my mother, I was careful not to verbally abuse her. I didn't harass her. I wanted to make sure that she understand what I was going through, but at the same time, she was not feeling any way about it.
Now, when we talk about willful deprivation, That is denial of medication, medication care, food, shelter. <laughs> How do we deprive someone of food, shelter, medication? We know if somebody do this, they know they're doing it. Again, lots of this is happening within the family. And these elders, they do not complain because the elders, they do not want to be a burden. They should not have to feel that way. If they need help, help them. And then we get to neglect. Hmm. You know, it's like when you have a baby and you neglect a child and you just left the child, what's going to happen to the child? You think about the child. What's going to happen to the child? You know, this is the same with the elder. The child is going to fall and they're going to bruise themselves. They're going to hurt themselves. With the elders... They get bed sores unattended to their medical needs, poor hygiene. If they need to be changed, they might be left in the wet bed or bed with more than urine. They might lose a lot of weight. Again, a lot of this is happening within the family and a lot of them do not complain because they <laughs> they do not want to be a burden they should not be the way would you trade places with this person would you like someone to be there but not be there for you leave you in a wet bed Deny you your medication if you need it? Have you smelling when you need a bath and they know you can't bathe yourself? How parents have a lot of pride and it is hard for them to give up their independence. We know that. But we all had that time when we were sick and needed someone to care for us until we could care for ourselves. This is them 24-7. And they might never be able to do the things they did before. And I will say, as I get older, I find that I am not able to do the things I used to do 10, 15 years ago. So if that's the case with me and I'm thinking for most people, why do we expect 
elders to do that. Now, we talk about social isolation and mental impairment. We know a lot of people have dementia and Alzheimer's. Dementia and Alzheimer's disease are two factors that studies show that nearly half of those with dementia experience abuse and neglect. It is even higher among those with disability. I will ask you, because we all need to keep a high on our families our friends, our neighbors. Just because they cannot do what they used to do 20, 30, 40 years ago does not mean that they're less important. Now, when it comes to financial abuse, it hits, and we all know it, elders really hard because People just feel that they are so easy to take take advantage of. And this can be obvious. obvious. You can notice this when there's a change in financial situation. You can see it. But as I as I said before, financial exploration, exploration is estimated to be up to 36.5 billion each year. People are doing this. They might forge signatures, take money out of the ATM. You will notice bills are not being paid or a sudden change in the elderly spending pattern sudden change in their will or other financial documents. We have to keep an eye on them. If they get a phone call that said, oh, your nephew or your grandson is being arrested and you need money to bail him out, tell them it's okay to call you before they give people money. Let them know there's someone they can talk to before they invest in things that they don't know about. Now, when we look at emotional behavior signs for elders, I think about increased fear or being more anxious. I think about isolation. They tend to isolate themselves from friends. So let's help them find a way. Let's find a way to take them out or get them involved with friends or a senior group. Call them. I talk to my mother every day or every other day, sometimes more. She has people to talk to, but I still check in. 
And once in a while, she's checking on me too, and that's okay. They also might have unusual change in behavior or sleep. And sometimes, sometimes you, you might not know because you might not live with them. Like I don't live with my mother, but I often ask her how she's doing. I checking in. How you feeling, mom? Did you sleep? Did you eat? Withdrawal from normal activity. Talk to them. Check in. Do not be the one who said, I wish I did. No, you are. You did all you could. Years ago, while doing something for my mother, I realized that my sisters, whom my mother cared so much for and treated so much better than she treated me, as an adult, they were not there for her. I wrote this poem and I will now share it with you. Titled, The Forgotten Children. Come a little closer, sit down. Rest your head, rest your mind. The world is turning inside out, the children faces of long ago. Who is going to protect them and show them how much they're worth? We leave it up to the nursing homes, the shelters, the street, the forgotten apartment without any eat. The wheels on meals, the strangers who come to peep. Did they not cradle us? Did they not rock us to sleep? For years, they protected us and kept us warm. Now time pass. Did we forget the oatmeal on the table, the bedtime stories, the warm bath? Now who is kissing them? Who is giving them bath? Remember, one day we will be the children of the past. Okay, so elder adult, not elder abuse is not easy because. When you grow up, you expect to, you work and you retire, you expect to live a good life. You're independent, you're doing all the things you wanna do and then you get to the point where you can't do it anymore and you have to depend on people and the people who you love or the people you depend on, whether it be at home, the hospital, nursing home or wherever are taking advantage of you and there's nothing that you can do or you think there's nothing you can do, but there is. 
we need to talk. We need to educate these people to let them know that they can call and get support. They can seek out support. It's okay to say someone hurt me. There's no shame in that. Shame should be on the person who did the hurting. And for all of us who have said no, and he's taking control, there's a great accomplishment, more power to us. Elders speak out, take control, more power to you. Let your voices be heard. We know it can be challenging every day, but I'm praying for us all. As we travel each day, we have to be aware of our surroundings. We need to look for signs and realize that if it does not feel or sound right, it is not. Abuse is abuse. But we have to love ourselves through it all. Then we can love others. We have to find things, ways to make us happy. And then we can help make others happy. Let it be about us for a moment, then we must let it be about others. I hope you're safe. But if you do not feel safe, call the National Domestic Violence Hotline at 1-800-799-SAFE or 1-800-799-7233. Elderly. Elder Abuse Hotline, 1-866-363-4279. Elder Care Hotline, 1-800-677-1116. National Suicide Prevention Line, 1-800-273-8255. Or text 741-741. If you need to go into a detox, call 1-888-931-2843. Sometimes you can show up at the police station, tell them you need to go into a detox. You can also go to the hospital. And please, please, if you have some member or a friend going through a hard time, support them. They need you more than you can imagine. We all need each other. Let's check in on our parents, the elders. They are all someone's mother's, father's, child. As we reach the end of this episode, I'm asking, how are you doing in this moment? If you ask how I'm doing in this moment, hmm, I am sitting at the dining room table with my grandmother. She passed, but not forgotten. I love you, Grandma. I miss you so much. Please 
listen, share, and feel your how are you. I hope you enjoyed Elder Abuse. I am Pauline, also known as Sister Fabu. Thank you for listening to another episode of Through My Looking Glass. Don't forget to leave me a message. Until next time, stay safe.